Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. And today we are doing a very special... <laughs> you don't even know what to call it, huh? No. We'll call it the, the Saturday Morning Cartoons Special. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. So what are we talking about? Just all cartoons? Nope. We are talking about three different cartoons, which obviously we did monster themed ones. So well, and it's and also I just want to I want to like yeah. specify here. This isn't just about these three random episodes of cartoons. We're also going to talk about the bigger like concept of the Saturday morning cartoons, because it's something you've been interested in for a long time. Yeah. Since I've started recreating it for you and we kind of thought that it would be fun to talk about it, but do it on the show rather than just have that conversation, you know, one-on-one sitting on the couch because it's something that we thought you critters and creeps might actually get something out of, especially since I know a lot of you grew up on Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. So Saturday mornings, man. And what we looked at here for this one was stuff specifically that I would have seen When I was exactly Alistair's age. So the shows that I would have been watching approximately, but also the commercials. So do you want to explain to our listeners kind of what we do when we do our Saturday morning cartoons? And then I'll explain to you a little bit about what it was like to be a kid back in like 1995 when I was exactly your age. And we'll go from there. But do you want to explain how we do it? So first we find some cartoons we want to watch. Yes. Then we will find some commercials from like random uh, years. Yeah, from like random years. We'll go with, you know, there's like, what is it? Dave's television archives and yeah. random channels like that we subscribe to on YouTube just so we have access to all of these old commercials. Yeah. And But we don't. <laughs> the one thing is because I'm not like editing our Saturday morning like cartoons into a show we're watching commercials between episodes so basically we'll watch an entire episode's worth of commercials after the episode yeah right so that's kind of how we run it and then okay to give you an idea of what it was like because cartoons are different now now you can just access cartoons whenever if you wake up on a saturday morning where do you watch cartoons you know do you turn the dial and like find you know, uh, a station coming in, adjust the bunny ears. No, and none of that stuff makes any sense to you. You're looking so confused. The answer I'm looking for is Netflix. Netflix is where you turn to for cartoons, right? Yeah. As, you know, a lot of kids will. There are also like cable networks, like Cartoon Network and stuff like that, where kids can turn to watch cartoons all the time. And I remember that the debut of Cartoon Network and and stations like that, Nickelodeon was around when I was a kid, like when I was really, really little. I remember watching it, but we didn't have Cartoon Network until way, way later. But I remember when Cartoon Network came around, seeing Saturday morning cartoons start to slip. Because here's the thing. You didn't used to be able to watch cartoons whenever you wanted. So like, (laughs) I know, right? How about you? Uh, how about you put your thoughts into words, though, because the faces you're making at me, our listeners literally cannot tell. <laughs> so, so talk. I am surprised because that's just crazy. Not like, having not access, even it being as an option. Right. Yeah. That is crazy to me. Yeah, because we're looking at a, a period in time before we had streaming. Okay, that was not a thing. We did not have Netflix. We did not have YouTube. Nothing of the sort existed. So if you wanted to watch cartoons, you had to do one of two things. One, be watching television when it was on. 
and you couldn't control it. You couldn't rewind it. You couldn't fast forward. Nothing, none of that. It was just playing. So if you turn the TV off, things would just keep playing, you know, 24 hours a day on that network. I know your mind's blown here, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think as much as other kids because um, I do kind of understand it a bit. I guess like grandma's, I kind of do that. Right. Like, that's kind of well, what that's happens. Well, that's true. But, um, <laughs> you, do, you do watch regular. But I can see regular. what's going to happen on next. So. Oh, you mean like with the guide and stuff? Like on the. There's like on the TV, it shows what's coming yeah. up next. So I'll just like click into the thing if I want to see what's next. And that's like coming up. Yeah. Soon, that would have been like so. the TV guides. You remember that commercial yeah, we saw for yeah. TV guide? Uh-huh. That was what we had when we were kids. It was just a book. It wasn't a menu on the TV. It was just a little. A little book you had sitting around, you'd get it every week, and then you'd know what was on TV, and you could plan what you were going to watch. You could plan when you were going to stay home and watch things, and when you are going to go out if there was nothing on. Unlike today, when you can just turn things on if you want to, or just not because of streaming, you know? So when we were kids, what this meant was either, you know, one, streaming, uh, you know, wasn't around, right? So you had to watch broadcast television, just when the things are on, they're on, and that's it. Or you could use uh, VHS tapes, right? You could either record cartoons to have them for later, or you could rent or buy some cartoons on tape. Like we had when I was a kid, I think one episode of Transformers on a tape, and we had like six episodes of Ninja Turtles on tapes or something like that. But that was and that was it. Otherwise, cartoons were being shown. The times when you could watch cartoons, if you were only looking at broadcast TV, like the major networks. And we didn't always have cable when I was a kid. So you would have uh, CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox, and maybe a couple other local stations. So sometimes we would really only have access to like three or four stations to watch TV when I was a kid. And you'd get home from school and they would have afternoon cartoons, after school cartoons. There would be things like after school specials, which were live action things that taught kids lessons about like not doing drugs or whatever. And then there were also after school cartoons. So you'd get home from school and you'd sit down and you watch your cartoons. And then as soon as cartoons were over and the news started, then you'd go do your homework. <laughs> Because, you know, you didn't want to watch the news. You wanted to watch your cartoons. But Saturday mornings were the big one, right? Because on Saturday mornings, you could wake up really, really early. And you could go out and get yourself a bowl of cereal and turn on the TV. And, like, you know, grandma wouldn't be up for ages. Uh, My father might not even be up for ages. Or he might already be at work, as the case may be. But then you would have control of the TV for watching Saturday morning cartoons. And they would only go from like, you know, I mean, really early in the morning. Like if you got up at six, you could already get cartoons on, you know, and they would go till like 11, maybe noon or so. And then they would just be done. And that would be it. And you'd have to go outside and play or go play somewhere else or watch something else if you wanted to watch things. But like that was the mornings. I'll tell you about the afternoons here in a little bit. But what are your thoughts on this? I, I don't know. I want to I hear what you think because I've, I've been ranting. I'm trying to comprehend what that would be like, and I'm kind of doing that, but I can't fully. It's Yeah, it really is imagining a totally different way of life that you have really no connection to, right? Uh, this is the difference between like our generations, you know. My generation, we we remember the 90s and things, right? We remember before everybody just had the internet. You know, before we had, like, legitimate computers in our pockets, you know? Uh, when all of your phones were landlines or bulky cell phones that still only made calls and they did nothing else, right? Very different way of life. Um, and for us as kids... Those mornings were so important, you know, like cartoons are important to you and you love your cartoons. But as as kids in the 90s and stuff, it was like ritual. You did not miss Saturday morning cartoons. You didn't miss your after school cartoons. You know, Um, those things were really like like sacred to us. You didn't miss those things, you know. 
Um, and, and we would watch a lot of the shows that are the shows that I have been watching with you when we recreate our Saturday morning cartoon blocks. And we'll go, what, like two, three hours of watching cartoons on a Saturday morning when we do that? Yeah, yeah. And what are the kind of shows we watch? We watch, like, Ghostbusters, Scooby-Doo, Garfield. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's specifically what uh, we watch for this one. We also watch, yeah. like, He-Man. Yeah. Things like, I was trying to think of like uh, Thundercats, you know, that was the kind of thing that we'd catch as kids. G.I. Joe, right? Because um, I've definitely shown you G.I. Joe. Transformers, obviously, oh, yeah. that was a big one. I mean, Transformers was probably my favorite along with real Ghostbusters. I loved the Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Ghostbusters is really fun. Yeah, those are the big ones for me. And I definitely remember earlier ones, things like Silverhawks and other stuff like that. There was a Swamp Thing cartoon. (laughs) It only ran five episodes. We have it on DVD floating around here somewhere. It is unwatchable. Um, As, unfortunately, is a lot of the stuff that we watched as kids. (laughs) You look at them now and you just go, wow. They really were just trying to sell toys to us. Uh, And that's what a lot of it was. They would make the shows to sell toys. Interesting. Yeah. So why don't you get talking about at least the cartoons that we watched uh, for this episode? So, um... Well, there goes a motorcycle. Yeah. Or it's that... Oh, the person in the really loud car that drives around? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yep. Sounds more like that. (laughs) It very well could be, yeah. Sorry, listeners, they're driving around. But the first one, which... Oh. This is just like this last weekend. I should yeah, point that yeah. out. <laughs> We're not doing just like every Saturday. This last week, we sat down and watched some monstery ones just to have this episode because Al wanted to know more about what it was like when we were kids watching TV because he didn't understand it. And I figured, why not tell him here? So we watched a few cartoons. What do we look at? So the first one, which I don't... This may be the first time I've ever seen it. I don't know. Probably not, but first time I remember it. It is a pup named Scooby-Doo. Yes. Yeah, is... no, this was not the first time you saw a pup named Scooby-Doo. No. But. First time you remember, yeah. Yeah. So, that one. And this is, and... okay, so Scooby-Doo, you're a big Scooby-Doo fan. Yes, yes I am. Yeah. I have the in series yeah al loves the scooby-doo <laughs> yes um i would say i'm kind of i don't know eh, middling on scooby-doo but i loved a pup named scooby-doo i loved that show i don't know what the difference was for me maybe i don't i don't know maybe i like the speed of it i like how abrasive it is <laughs> and it's like just really in your face and like crazy but I also did like the the Scooby-Doo movies, as they were called, which was the show that they would have on TV where they would have guest stars and it would be like Batman and Robin, Wednesday Addams, um, uh, Dick Van Dyke, Phyllis Diller. They'd have all these weird guests on the Scooby-Doo show and uh, they would help the, the gang solve the mysteries. Right. But it would just be like Dick Van Dyke from uh, Mary Poppins. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. The guy who's the, the uh, chimney sweep. Yeah. So, yeah, I had the pup named Scooby-Doo, man. What what'd you think of this? And also, what episode did we watch? Um, so, since I've watched it, I've realized it's kind of more cartoony. More the, cartoony than, I like, the regular like, Scooby-Doo? Yeah, ah. it's more of our car, like, more of, like, the cartoonish style, I'd say. Yeah. Than, like, the real one, which is a bit more realistic. Mm-hmm. But personally, I actually like that one better. The realistic one? I mean, no, no, the pup. The oh, pup yeah. Scooby-Doo. I like that one better, the actually. The stylization of it all? Yeah. Yeah. And um, we did that, and we watched one which I think is pretty funny. We watched one with a hamburger monster. Yeah, the giant hamburger monster. That's one that I remember watching as a kid, like... I don't remember any other episodes from when I was a kid except for this hamburger monster business. That's the only thing I remember ever watching, but I know that I liked the show and I watched it a lot. 
But that's the only episode I remembered because I remembered the burger monster and I remembered the the restaurant that has all the buckets, the bucket o, you know, chicken, the bucket o fish, the bucket, bucket of clues, bucket of clues, bucket of wheels, bucket of whatever, you know, if you <laughs> wanted something, you could get it in a bucket at this restaurant. Yeah. And they get a bucket of clues. That's a great joke. What other funny ones are there? The different buckets? The there's bucket of money, bucket, bucket of, of cash. Yeah, bucket of cash. Yeah. Um what else? I think that's uh, They keep going through it the whole episode and there are a lot of ones in the background too. It's really it's, like, it's a running gag for sure. It's like Oh, there's one funny one. I forgot. It was like Oh, I, it I think it's like, I don't know, but there's some real funny ones in there. <laughs> I, I, I forgot all of them, but um, yeah, it's real funny. And there's a weird aspect of the show where there's like the background singers who are like constantly singing. You yeah, notice that? Yeah. They like just never stop. Like even when the characters are just like walking around, talking to each other. The singers are in the back going, do, 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 do. And it's like, they just never stop. They're, they're, there's no silence in that cartoon, right? And like, Oh, man, I forgot the superhero cartoons. I didn't mention Batman, the animated series. I didn't mention X-Men. Holy cow, those were big for me, too. Wow, can't believe I didn't mention those. But also, I feel like I watched those more routinely after school. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, back to Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Other thoughts on that? Um, well, I really, there's also the one joke that I feel like is kind of used a lot and is always good. The, like, the person laughing and they're, they're like, I don't get it. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scooby has one of those jokes. He's laughing riotously and turns to the yeah. camera and I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. And like, it's even though I'm pretty sure it's used a, like a bunch, it's still good every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's used often, and it is still funny. And it's funny when people do it in real life as well. When they they laugh and they go, "I don't get it." That's still always funny. The joke I always liked in Scooby Doo, uh, or rather, a pup named Scooby Doo, is the running gag of the uh, the kid named Red Herring. Yeah. And he's always been he's always being blamed by uh, Freddy for, you know, that being the the criminal, being the monster, being in the costume. Right. And he's always blamed for that. And then he's like, oh, I was doing this, that or the other thing. And do you know what a red herring is? Yeah. OK, yeah. this is where I learned what a red herring was. So later on in life, when people would talk about red herrings, I knew what they meant just because of a pup named Scooby-Doo. Yeah, and there's... Which is, I mean, just a little thing you pick up. There is also these two gags that we just talked about. Um, and I'm just thinking about, where have I seen these before? And I just saw Captain Underpants has both of those, like, things. Mm. Red herrings in one of the episodes that literally has the fish red herring <laughs> right. in it. And then they have the joke, because there's, like, flying butterflies in Captain Underpants like laughs and then does the I don't get a joke so yeah I'm like so yeah. see some things are just sort of like timeless <laughs> these yeah. are timeless gags yeah yeah but this is but I showed that one to you because you know you wanted to watch some Scooby Doo for this episode and I thought let me share with you the Scooby Doo that I liked because I don't know man I feel I feel like most kids liked Scooby Doo and I didn't and I always felt weird about that because. I always liked the monster stuff, but I think it was the fact that they weren't really monsters that always bothered me. That as a kid, I wanted there to be an abominable snowman. I wanted there to be some kind of like swamp creature, you know, but then it would always just be somebody in a mask, you know, old man Smithers or whatever. I also, but the thing is, that's kind of what I like trying to like. Think back in the story and try to connect the clues to figure out who it is before right. the story ends. Yeah. Like, that's one, of, that's one of the most fun parts, I feel like, of Scooby-Doo, is, like, trying to figure it out before they do. Yeah. And, like, I rarely ever do that, though. 
Like, well, I mean, the, one of the good things you'll realize as you get older, if you keep trying to do that, is there tends not to be many characters in a Scooby-Doo story. So you really only have like three or four characters to go from. In this episode that we watched, it was like the guy who owns the bucket shot <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. There was Count Shocula, right, yeah. on, on TV, uh, who was the TV movie host whose show was sponsored by the bucket store yeah and then the guy who works at the bucket shop and maybe one or two other characters but those are the There's main the players guy the bags the bad guy right who's like yeah i think he's like and of course uh, red herring <laughs> yeah of course red herring i mean obviously <laughs> i think that's all the characters oh and obviously the burger monster and the burger monster and whoever is in the burger monster suit. I always like the monsters in this, though, because they didn't necessarily always look humanoid. No. So no. it didn't have to be like a, a Sasquatch or a fish monster or whatever. It could be a giant hamburger. And eh, who cares if it doesn't make any sense physically, you know, how that suit would work, like that it would be all, you know, have, have the animations for the face and everything. Who cares? It's a kooky show. Yeah, you know. and I feel like, now that I think about it, I feel like there's less of that in the normal Scooby-Doo. Like, I feel like there's less of the weird monsters that yeah. don't make any sense. It's mostly, like, of those. It has to be a person suit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a humanoid suit. Except for, I think the only one that I can remember is the book, where it's, like, aliens. And, like, a thing. In a Scooby-Doo book? It, it, there's a book I had. Mm, gotcha, which gotcha, Which is like, gotcha. you're trying to solve and like... It, like a choose-your-own-adventure? Um, not exactly. It was like... It, it was kind of weird, but um, that's the only one I kind of remember that wasn't a humanoid monster. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's what we watched there. Let's keep going, because we not only yep. want to talk about those other couple episodes we watched, but we also watched the commercials, and I want to yeah. get get your thoughts on some of that. Uh, the second episode we watched was an episode of Garfield. Which is one of my favorite old cartoons. Probably actually my favorite. This is a cartoon that, oh man, I loved Garfield so much. And same with real Ghostbusters. And I know your mom had this happen too. But there were like radio stations when I was a kid that would play the, the, the cartoons. But... You would just listen to it, so it would be like a podcast or whatever, but, you know, or I guess like a radio play, but not like a radio play in the sense where you'd have somebody telling you what's happening. You would just have the audio from the show, and you would just listen to it. And I remember as a kid, like, playing outside, like, you know, in the garage or something where my dad had a radio, and I would turn it on and, like, listen to Ghostbusters, you know, um, which I guess would happen if my dad was home and didn't let us inside i guess that would be the thing if he kicked us out into the yard so i'd like listen to the cartoons that morning or whatever but uh yeah garfield was one of them and i know know for your mom that was another one that she would listen to as well uh if she couldn't actually watch it and um and if i was in that time i 100 percent would have yeah just I to mean, just to get the garfield in yes entirely because i love garfield oh man it's so great yeah. I mean, we do need to get the other sets. That That's true. Yeah. We talked about there's that. there's so many of them. Yeah. And we only have a couple of... We only have like three of the sets. Yeah. Yeah, we'll and have to fix the that. the movies? I don't know about the movies. Or do you mean the specials? Specials. specials. Oh, okay. How many movies are there? There's a couple movies. Huh. I don't know. Oh, um, yeah. I we mean, have... more than a couple. I mean, there's a... <laughs> I, I don't watch them. Um, yeah. But what you're thinking of is like the Halloween special yeah. and the Pretty Christmas sure we special. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. Yeah, we have all those. That's on one disc. Yeah. And, and the like, Halloween one we watch every year. Yeah. That's it's, classic. I feel like all of them we do. Um, if we skip any I don't I don't I actually don't know that we hit the Thanksgiving and Christmas ones every year. I feel pretty like sure we normally do the Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving though. one I feel like we usually hit. But I don't think we've done the Christmas ever before that I, like, recently. That you remember? Like, last year. Mm. I, that's the only time I remember ever watching it. Interesting. Now yeah, we'll, we'll watch it again this year, then. Yeah, you but know? The, it's kind of just became a routine. Yeah, almost. tradition. Yeah, it's like, mm -hmm. 
It's like a tradition now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I know we are not the only ones. I know a lot of the Critters and Creeps probably watch the Garfield Halloween or like, you know, or even the Christmas or whatever. They probably have their own traditions of then watching things like um, uh, It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. We you do know, watch that Charlie every Brown year, Christmas. Though. Yep, we sure do. That one gets played every year. I feel like both of those, but then the other ones we might skip. It's oh. just the Halloween ones we never miss. I never watch the uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving one. Right. I don't. I don't like that one. I don't know what it is. It just it bothers me. I don't know. I I can't. <laughs> I really can't explain it uh, unless I were to watch it again and figure out the reasons and put them into words. But it always bothered me. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but I do like uh, Dinosaur Dracula's video about recreating the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving meal. Yes. <laughs> that I liked yeah. a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but what did we watch for Garfield? So we watched one which was the Sludge Monster, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, and we think it was probably one of the early ones because they were singing in all of them. Oh, yeah, because each, yeah. each part of the episode had a musical number in it. And they don't do that in the recent ones. In the later ones, anyway. Yeah, the later yeah. ones, which is um kind of one of the reasons I watch the later ones. <laughs> skip over the early stuff? just to skip the musical numbers, because I, I just want the Garfield stuff. Gotcha, Except, gotcha. I mean, this one was kind of good. The Sludge Monster one was kind of good. Well, yeah, and then uh, and then there's of course in the Garfield episodes the U.S. Acres cartoons with you know whatever Orson the Pig and the other farm animals and stuff. Yeah. And how do you feel about those? I those are fun. I also remember a couple of them actually a couple of them actually have Garfield in them. Mm -hmm. It's like one of the ones I remember is the one where um, I forgot his name the the chicken who's always. Like, sorry, the rooster is always making the trouble. Roy. He, Roy mm -hmm. opens a restaurant because um, he opens a restaurant where it, it, it goes way too fast and you have no time to eat. So then Garfield goes there and like, yeah, so. Eats the whole, like eats <laughs> yeah. all the food. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. Much. So. Um, but we watched yeah. a, an episode about a sludge monster. Which is pretty fun. And that was, but that's pretty much why we watched it. We knew of other episodes that we could watch because there was, of course, like the Dracula one, mm -hmm. you know. The one where he becomes like the monster. Yeah. And he's, yeah. So we went for one that we didn't know very well, which was the sludge monster one. What do you have to say about that? What happened in that one? Um, and we could, I mean, obviously there was then a U.S. Acres short and then there was another Garfield short, but we were really focused on that sludge monster. Yeah. So, um. First up, we, like, oh, I forgot where they're going. Oh, yeah, they're driving somewhere. Driving somewhere for, like, a long, a long They're on ways. a road trip. Yeah. And then uh, they're, like, running out of gas or, or something. I, f I forgot why they stopped. Yeah, I don't remember why they stopped. I think it, they broke down and ran out of gas. You're right. Or, or it was stormy, you know. I think it was, I, I don't remember. It was probably but, um, stormy because of the yeah, monster business. yeah. So, um, yeah, but anyway, they went into this creepy old hotel mm -hmm. and, um, met this really, like, creepy hotel manager who was, um, very, very, very creepy, like. And he was talking to somebody that nobody else could see, right? Yeah. And they were like, oh, it was what's like, going on? He looked like just, it was, uh, to me, it just, it was like just a mouth with a tiny head on top. And like big old bug eyes and like yeah. crazy mad scientist hair. Yeah, it just yeah. looks like a mouth and like just a face with like no head at all. Yeah. But the, the fundamental problem with this, like these earlier episodes or wherever the episodes are in the series that have this, all these musical numbers in them, is that the muck monster part of the episode is... I mean, like half musical number, if not more. It's mostly John just singing about what the Muck Monster is like before we actually get to the Garfield and Muck Monster story. So we get like yeah. the musical number where we get to see a bunch of Muck Monster stuff. 
but nothing happens in the story until the song is over and there's only like one little bit and then that portion of the episode's over. Yeah, so um yeah, but at least the song is pretty good. The song is good. I yeah. I did actually enjoy the songs in that episode mm-hmm. for sure. Which is actually kind of rare for me. <laughs> I don't normally enjoy the songs because I'm like, can we just get back to the Garfield? But this <laughs> is actually one of the songs that I really liked. So And you're also though not a person who dislikes musicals. No. You like so, musicals a lot. If I dislike a musical, that's saying a lot. <laughs> In this case, it's just you want more Garfield jokes, less singing. Yes. That's fair. Totally fair. So, but- and I felt the same way because by the time we get done with the song, it's like Odie gets covered in mud. Garfield goes, eh, runs away. And then it's kind of done. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Which it's and it's a really like solid little chunk of story. Like, it's a lot of fun. The musical number's fun. The, the, like, muck monster is fun looking. It's a great bit with Odie in the mud. But then it's, like, all over too soon. It really does feel like those musical numbers take away valuable, valuable storytelling time. Yeah. Yeah. Or joke time, I guess, more specifically, where you're concerned. Mostly. (laughs) Because the whole show is mostly jokes. (laughs) That's true. Pretty much. So, uh, Yeah. And then, yeah, there was there was obviously another U.S. Acres thing, and then there was another Garfield bit and a couple of quickies. I forgot the other Garfield bit. I did, too. It's gone. It's totally gone. Because I remember that the, the U.S. Acres one actually fit the theme because it was about um, Wade. Wade the yeah. Duck being convinced that he had bad luck. Which... And so it's about superstition. Yeah. So there's a lot of good like black cats crossing your path kind of stuff. So it, that was cool because it was actually a little a little bit of spookiness to that part. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to remember that other Garfield. I, it's, it's like instantly gone. Yeah, it's crazy. I cannot. <laughs> so I guess it's meant to be that we forgot it. Yep. <laughs> In order to get us moving along to talking about Ghostbusters, which we watched an episode about um a demon a god right like a demon god yeah (laughs) pretty it was kind of those things (laughs) (laughs) yeah kind of those things sure um i'm gonna look up what it was called why don't you talk about the episode a little bit and i'll find the the title of it um yeah it was like it was actually pretty cool one of the best ones i've ever seen actually yeah um Oh, well, one, there was, a, like, a giant demon god thing. Right. That comes out of, like, this, like, big black, like, obelisk, right? you like, know? As, like, yeah, it's, and, like, just starts destroying everything, which I kind of like. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you have that, which is, um, pretty cool, because, uh, it's, um, oh, I forgot which one's dad. Uh, Peter. Yeah. Peter's dad, who's like, what is... He's a con artist. Yes. Do you know what that means? No. I have absolutely no idea what it means. (laughs) So a con artist is somebody... um, The con here, right? uh, It's a... A con artist is what you'd call like a confidence man. Somebody who is building up your confidence in them to get you to trust them so that they can trick you. Right. Like they want you to have faith in them so that they can get something out of you. Um, It's all self-serving. Right. It doesn't matter if you get anything you want out of the situation. All they want is for you to think that you're getting something you want. And his dad is a con man who tricks them into coming down and sort of helping him uh, bring this demon to uh, America to put on a show. And like they're like, no, not going (laughs) to happen. they, They refuse. But he he gets away with it anyway. Yeah, which is, it's explained quickly. So they shoot the block of ice with their, like, ghost and zappy things. <laughs> I forgot what they're called. The proton packs. Yep. <laughs> Zap the thing, it melts. But then obviously, because he's literally who he is. Oh, no. I don't, I actually don't know the name of that episode. Oh, oh no. no, it's not coming up. I'll, I'll I'll look so, again some other way. So he makes a new he that was a different thing. 
in the real one, he actually takes to, like, America. I mean, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then puts it on a show and then bringing this guy who's apparently earlier in the series. I forgot his name. The scientist guy? Huh? The no. The, like, the psychic dude. Oh, yeah. I guess he's not a scientist. You're right. He's a psychic. No. <laughs> Sorry. A, a, a fake one. <laughs> yeah, he's a fake psychic. Uh, but that's... Yeah, I don't know if he was from the earlier in the series, but he definitely um, he definitely is playing a big part in the end of this story. But I don't know that I ever saw him before. Well, they do mention him like he's part of like like an important like a thing that happened. That, mm-hmm. like, they all remember. Well, they were also talking about Peter's dad in that regard as yeah, well. Yeah, too. Um, oh, no, I got the episode list. Oh, and then it disappeared. Okay, he was in the episodes. Venkman's Ghost Repellers. Cold Cash and Hot Water. Which is the one we watched. Okay, there you go. Yeah, Cold Cash and Hot Water from 1987. So, yep, which is, yep. And that would have been on in syndication when I was, you know, about your age, which means they were just like rerunning it. Yeah. And they could run those on Saturday mornings for like ever. (laughs) You know, you could tuck that away in a a programming block, maybe early in the morning before most kids were up, you know. Uh, And they just kept that going for the longest time. But this was a decent episode. It was cool to see his dad. I mean, obviously, the fake psychic dude tries to recite an ancient um, spell. I had air quotes on ancient spell. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because it doesn't even work. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing. No. It just summons the demon back to life. He can't even do anything with the demon. Yep. Whoops. Yep. And it's like apparently like the demon of fire. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Like, it's a giant, like, monstrous thing. Yeah, and it, like, it um, goes on a rampage in New York. Yeah, and its face is, like, when you see its face, it's cool and also scary. It's kind of a King Kong climax when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, right? it is. Yeah, I mean, not it's kind cool. of. It's exactly King Kong, but yeah. with a demon. So Pretty much. <laughs> not to, sorry, not kind of at all. It is, yeah, 100%. Um, but that I think covers that episode. And then I wanted to just pick your brain about like, do you remember the commercials we watched? Any of them stick out to you? Particularly like the toys from the era? Yeah. There's, um, there was that, those really cool, like remote control monster trucks. Ooh, yeah. The ones that like flip over and stuff. Yeah, those things were really cool. Yeah. There was this big push when we were kids, man. To have these remote control cars that could like climb stairs and if they flipped over, they could keep going and all this stuff. And so you'd have all of these wild um, remote control cars that could like, you know, bend themselves in half to like become smaller. And like they they would just do crazy things, man. Uh, Just just real gimmicky uh, little pieces of equipment. We really didn't. I didn't really have them as a kid. Did they work? I mean, I didn't have them as a kid, so I couldn't tell you. (laughs) I had no idea. I ca- I actually do like that. I really want those. <laughs> yeah, the one that flips over and like can keep going. I always thought that was really yeah, cool. Yeah, and it had like the two uh, colors. Yeah, it was like red green. And blue. Yeah, it would be like green and blue, red and blue, like, like different colors, top and bottom. Yeah, and like flip over in just the same, like it was symmetrical, so just keep rolling. Yep. It was so cool. Always wanted one of those when I was a kid. Yeah, those are rad. <laughs> Um, there are also like the flyers, those those like uh, yeah. fairy flyer things. Yeah, right? which like it didn't matter who had it because they were so cool. Yeah, um, absolutely. It was like when I was a kid, you know, there were there was this big push to have like boy toys and girl toys, you know, and like boys couldn't play with girl toys and girls can't play with boy toys. And it was this like I don't it was a weird gendering of everything in the world. I don't understand it, but that's what was going on. And 
all of us thought those flyers were really cool. It didn't matter like, if it was a fairy or whatever, dude, and that the cur- the commercial showed girls playing with it. You could get that sucker flying across the room, and it was oh, it was cool. Like it didn't, and it didn't matter who was playing with it. It didn't mean anything because they were so cool. Exactly, like, man. I and of course they like would release boy versions of girl toys and girl versions of boy toys and stuff, and it's it's ridiculous, dude. I mean, obviously, that's not a hang-up we have here. Not at, at all. all. Not at if all. If it's cool, it's cool. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But then there was all the... um. So when I was talking about the after-school special stuff, right? The, like, messages for the kids to, to take away from the programming, right? That's what they would do at a certain point, like, in the 70s, 80s. And they would still replay them up into, like, the late 80s, early 90s when I was a kid. But... At a certain point, that became less like profitable because kids wouldn't watch that. They just wanted to watch the cartoons. So the networks would still have to send positive messages to the kids as part of like their public service. So they would start tacking on public service announcements to things like uh, G.I. Joe. So it'd be like you'd watch an episode of G.I. Joe and then there'd be a part at the end, which would be like a minute and a half about two kids almost burning their house down trying to make grilled cheese or something. Right. And a G.I. Joe would burst in and go, never cook when your parents aren't at home. You could start a fire, you know, that kind of a thing. Um, and, and a lot of shows had that in them. But remember, we saw one in the commercials. What was that? Um. Oh, I remember we had it, but I forgot what it was. Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Right. right? Remember that? Uh, Johnny Young Bosch was coming out and telling us not to do drugs or something i don't what was he saying now i don't even remember i was i was just watching the power rangers footage oh no well apparently the message did not get through to either of us because i was just watching the power rangers stuff yep and now you're doing drugs so clearly you weren't listening (laughs) (laughs) i am not doing drugs as a matter of fact so we'll do our segments here in a minute and pick like beastly best from the episodes and whatnot but I did want to tell you, the the amazing thing about Saturdays is that, like, we wouldn't be doing this show if it weren't for Saturday afternoons. So Saturday morning cartoons, that's how I spent my Saturday mornings. My Saturday afternoons were spent with your grandma. And on TV in those days, as I've mentioned before, the cable networks needed to fill a lot of time and they didn't have, like, they were young networks. And so they didn't have a lot of their own original programming. And they bought up a bunch of weird old movies to show on their uh, networks, which meant that you could go to a random cable station in the afternoon on a Saturday when many people weren't watching. And they'd be showing like a Saturday matinee movie of like Chinese super ninjas, you know, like something like that. You know, the five element ninjas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was called Chinese super ninjas at one point. But uh, like I watched five element ninjas when I was a kid on there. I watched that movie, really? The Children, uh, on one of those, you know, shockwaves, things like that. Like all these horror movies I would watch as a kid. You know, John Carpenter's The Thing. Cool. Cronenberg's The Fly. <laughs> that is yeah. cool. Yeah. And they would end up with all these wild old movies, man. So like my love of 70s horror movies comes from. Being a kid and staying inside after Saturday morning cartoons to watch the Saturday afternoon matinee movies with your grandma. Huh. Yeah. So Saturdays were important, man. They were huge when I was a kid and not just for the cartoons, but also the movies. Yeah. Like, again, that's why we're here today is thanks to those movies and, you know, cable networks just not having their mm-hmm. own junk. And also, I kind of feel like sometimes that almost just happens with me. On some Saturdays, I will wake up, watch my cartoons, and then watch a weird movie. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I pretty much live my daily life like I did my Saturdays (laughs) as a kid. (laughs) That's true. That's true. But let's talk about Beastly Best, man. Yeah. Um, What is your favorite monster moment from any of these episodes? I'll go first while you're thinking. Yeah. I'll just say the King Kong rampage of that demon, man. I mean, uh, it's a it's a bit of a catch-all. But yep, that's exactly what I was going to say. Well, there we go. We are in complete agreement. Um, get spooked? Were you spooked by anything? 
I mean, real I... Ghostbusters is the spookiest of the shows. Yeah. But I didn't find this episode spooky. I tried I mean, to show you. when you see his face. When you see oh, that guy's sure. face, it's like, wow. Oh, he's a scary demon for yeah. sure. I mean, when, yeah, the episode you were trying to show me, just what I've seen of it and I remember it, uh, yeah, that was pretty, like, spooky. Well, just what I remember of <laughs> yeah. the episode you were trying to show me, but, um. Well, the episode I was trying mm. to show Alistair so that, uh, you know, Critters and Creeps, it's an episode called Knock Knock, which I watched a lot as a kid. That's one that I swear we had on VHS when I was a kid, and it was my favorite episode. And it's this big old creepy door. Like yeah. these these construction workers find it and it goes, Do not open till doomsday. And then they open it and they let out all of these ghosts and demons and stuff. And it was actually really scary to me as a kid. Because like people would be getting on the subway trains in this cartoon. And then the trains would turn into monsters and take off like full of people. I found that horrifying as a child. I loved that episode because I thought that was so scary. I loved I loved being spooked when I was a kid. So like uh, I do, too. So that one I thought was actually spooky. The one we watched, not so much. Mm. But it was still cool. And plenty of funny bones, right? Yeah. Funny moments. Trying to find one from Ghostbusters. Um, I don't think I can find one. Oh, no, no. Ghostbusters had a really good one that we laughed at. It's so early on in the real Ghostbusters run. They were very carefully and methodically using Slimer. Just enough. Just the right amount of Slimer. Just a tiny, tiny bit of Slimer. He wasn't like a big, big part of the show. He was just there. Give him a couple gags. Good to go. Every once in a while, he'll get a highlight episode. But for the most part, he's just around in the beginning, maybe the end. But you can kind of lose him in the middle and it doesn't matter. The Slimer bit in that episode is really great. Because remember Peter's taking a shower? Yeah. Do you remember what happens? Uh, no, I don't. But So he goes to dry off and he reaches for his towel because his face is all wet. So he's got his eyes closed and instead he grabs Slimer and rubs Slimer all over his face. <laughs> That's pretty good. I, I remember that. <laughs> there you go. Um, Boy, I mean, we could go with Scream's names, but then we'd be going for each one. And, and uh, what, what have you learned from this episode? Let's talk about that. Rather than Scream themes, what did you learn from the movies? What did you learn from us talking today? I feel like um, I kind of learned what it was like to be a kid at your times. <laughs> I I really kind of can now comprehend it. Uh, kind of. Stress on yeah. kind of. Well, um, I mean, you know, imagine like if you didn't have your ability to watch Netflix. And this is kind of to address the kind of portion. It really is just the shows you wanted to watch were on when they were on. And if they weren't on, you just went and found something else to do. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was it. There was a lot of, you know, playing out in the yard and stuff. Uh, you know, we'd take all our action figures out in the yard and they'd get buried and we'd find them years later, you know. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Did that happen? Yeah, definitely. Uh, G.I. Joe figure uh, called Cross Country. I remember I had a figure of the G.I. Joe Cross Country and I buried him in the backyard and found him like two years later. Your Uncle Kyle threw his X-Man action figure Colossus up on the roof. And then it sat there until we moved out. And then did you find it? <laughs> I think our dad had to go up and get it. I think. <laughs> I think that's what ended up having to happen. But anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I'm glad, though, that we got to have this talk because it was something that, you know, you had asked me about when we were watching cartoons. And it just made so much sense to do an episode on it because... You know, it's a bit a bit more about nostalgia than it is horror-y stuff. But the cartoons I watched as a kid and loved, I loved because of the monster elements, you know? Garfield I liked a lot. Oh, yeah. But Garfield <laughs> always had weird abrasive things like the, the clown, you know? And uh, it, yeah, that's <laughs> a funny running gag. Love him. Yeah. Uh, and then it had, you know, it's monster-y stuff, too. It had, like, good monster episodes when it had good monster episodes. Yeah. So, thank you. For joining me on this one, Al, and talking about all the weird stuff that we did as kids, I guess. But also, I want to hear uh, Critters and Creeps. I want to hear from you, like, what your memories were of being a kid on Saturday mornings and stuff. And, you know, uh, maybe on our next episode, we can go through some of those. What do you think, Al? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun, huh? Yeah. 
Um, we do hope to have an episode up soon, and maybe we won't do that on on this episode that we're about to talk about. But soon we will. We're hoping to have an episode up about Rob Zombie's The Monsters. So yeah, which fingers crossed, Prison Creeps came out. Which uh, when we're recording this, it just came out. So um. Yep. We and wanted to try to have that done and ready to go for this week, but it's a very, very busy week. So, yeah, not even an option. No. <laughs> but, uh, Alistair, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find us online, support us, all that business? You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash word salad. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook at the Cadavercast Critters and Creeps Club. Join the club. Mm-hmm. A little bit you dead can... over there because I took Facebook yeah. off my phone. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm still trying to get on every once in a while and put something in, in there. Sorry, Critters and Creeps. Facebook was just bad on my phone. I That was that was a bad thing for me to have on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yep, you can... Uh, Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. You can uh, find us on Twitter at cadaver underscore cast. You can find us on Instagram at Cadavercast. Um, Email. <laughs> you can find us at Cadavercast at gmail.com. And you can get our merch at Teespring. Tea <laughs> I was about to say Teespring. Nope. Teespring. <laughs> Teespring.com slash Cadavercast. Right. And of course, ratings and reviews always help. And we will read your review on the show if you write one up for us as long as and again, like if we miss it, tell us where you posted it. We do keep up with the stuff on uh, Apple Podcasts as much as we can. Um, But with that, thank you for listening, Critters and Creeps. Al, why don't you go ahead and sign us out? You've been listening to another episode of Cadavercast. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm Jeff Burnham. And thank you yeah. for listening. We love you. That's a disaster. I'm leaving it in. Uh.